Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. Today I'm with Pete Dutton and Damien Clark, a couple of athletes that I coach of the Run Culture Hours. Welcome back, guys. Morning. Nice. Good to be back. Yeah, we just did a session. Um, how was it? It was long and tough, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, that and fun. But yeah. That's, that was my first impression afterwards. And cold. Freezing yeah, cold. Cold. <laughs> Two degrees Celsius. My window was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> At our usual stomping ground, Devil Bend, uh, we had four sets of uh, 3K cycles. So what did we do, Pete? Uh, so it was a K at four minutes, a K at three forty, and a K at three twenty, roughly. Yeah. And we did that four times. Nice. So twelve K in total, average, uh, about three forties, I think. Yeah, that's good. And damn it, you felt good. Yeah, my splits were not very even between them, but um, you'd set a K at. 415, 355 and 340, I'd say it was probably more 405 to 410, then 45 to 50 and then just under 340s. Nice. How many sets you do? I did all four as well. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Had Joel with me for the first two. Yeah, it's good to see Joel back, uh, fresh off a of PB on the weekend. Uh, yep, let's talk about the weekend. Uh, we uh, were invited by Sean Williams, the Run Culture Hours were invited to train with uh, the Melbourne Pack group and yeah we ended up running in a race or training session of 20 people and it was good to just have a hit out over 5k again uh, everyone was pretty excited how do you find it Pete? Yeah it was good now the restrictions have eased a little bit we can have a few more people on the training so the perfect opportunity to do a 20 person sort of time trial another pb yeah just PB. collecting pbs yeah the year of minimal pbs because of no races continues i guess <laughs> no we were just saying like so in the last five months six months it was two 1500 pbs a 3k pb can't forget the 800 as well oh, 800 pb two 5k pbs and a 10k pb yeah so yeah. ticking them all off clean slate <laughs> so what do you run uh, fifteen twenty seven. Yeah. So fastest time on the road by forty seconds and seven seconds quicker than my track PB from March. Nice. So things yeah. are in a good place. And then Damo, how'd you go? And um, tell us um how you've gone over the last six weeks since the last podcast. Uh, well, for the weekend, the five k. I think my result kind of reflected my headspace for that weekend. I'd, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really attacking it as a race, probably wasn't geared up for it and Yep. I mean I ran okay, got came out with sixteen forty nine. Yep. But I mean it's under seventeen but 
I wasn't satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there's more to it. I think um, tell tell listeners about your last six weeks. Yeah, well, I had a two week bout of I don't know what you want to call it. I was, I was sick, but not coronavirus. Not nothing crazy, but I think it was just yeah, stock standard gastro for the first little bit, and then. Yeah, just couldn't bump it. Kept trying to come back to run and just, yeah, it just took me a little bit to get back. Yeah, it wasn't coronavirus. <laughs> no, it wasn't coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it takes, a, it takes a fair while to get your fitness back after that and I think that would have been part of it. So, yeah. I don't know. I can't, I've pretty much got back and nailed training. Um, I didn't really let it get in my head too much. Yeah. Just got back to training. Yeah. Gradually feel back, pretty much back to normal. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think I was ready to race this week. Yeah, it happens. And, um, yeah, I think it's um, it's almost hard to get back into racing in a way. Like, um, we've sort of, you know, out of, out of practice. Um, for some people, it worked really well. For others, sometimes you need a few races to just get, get the groove again. Um, for Lockie Eno, it looked like it worked really well. Um, yeah, uh, he ran 14.44 and uh, finished really well. So that was a pretty amazing result, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all in the last K too by talking to him. Yeah. They're all locked into like just under three minutes for the first four and then Eno break away Yeah. the last K. Yeah, who, who, and he, um, he knocked off, was it Yeah, Ben Ben Kelly? and uh, Five seconds into him. Yeah, That's Michael Kernahan. Um, pretty good scalps. Well, if he had his watch on, he could have taken some Strava segments from him too. <laughs> <laughs> so this was just at Seaford Wetlands, which is pretty um, slick course, pretty pretty flat and fast. Well, apart yeah. from the turnarounds, two and a half k out and back. Yep. I think that's where I got dropped. You struggled on that turnaround. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not the most agile person. This is why I've never played footy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, for listeners, I was pacing Damien and um, another guy from the squad, Bevan. Um, and Bevan happened to get the his family uh, PB, uh, family record. So he knocked off his dad's 5K time of 16.25 and ran a 16.19. So it was pretty impressive by Bevan over the weekend. And he's coming on leaps and bounds, isn't he, Damo? Yeah, well, I was talking to... Well, we'll get to this, but talking to Lockie at Fernie on Sunday... Um, about Bevan, I was, I was saying I reckon we need to get into some fifteen hundreds. Yeah. Based off like his sessions, he's like he'll nail every four hundred meter session. Yeah. Like even the tune up session we did on the Thursday beforehand. Yeah. Um, where we did two hundreds on, um, eight by two hundred on off. Yeah. He quite happily put a <laughs> drop me. Yeah. On the last he's one. got a bit of um bounce to his stride, doesn't he? He's he's untamed. He's, yeah. You need. I reckon if we really targeted that, he would, it'd be low four minutes. Yeah. And I've, um, yeah, because he's still not driving, I've been giving him a lift um, to and from training here and there. And uh, so we have a bit of a chat in the car and um, he's really enjoying it, actually. And this is someone who was, um, you know, a year or two ago, like probably a bit of a, a reluctant runner. Um, yeah, he's actually uh, really bought into it and he's really enjoying his running. So it's good to see. Um and then, uh, yeah, Joel. Joel's back and uh, off minimal minimal sessions. Um, ended up surprising everyone and ran quite well. He's a team player. Yeah. And so when there's no team, 
I think he struggled, but now... Yeah. <laughs> but now he's back, and he's got a couple of weeks behind him, and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was definitely one person that was hanging out for lockdown and restrictions to ease so he could come back to the group. Yeah. I don't think he was doing... Like, he was running, but I don't think he was doing sessions, like yep. big sessions or anything, solo. Just sort of half an hour jogs. Yeah, and just struggling with the motivation of lockdown and everything. But yeah. Good to see he's back and PB and still. Yeah, 1641, so shows that um, there's a bit more upside in, in Joel once he sort of strings together. Um, yeah, now that we're all back together, like strings together a few sessions, he was pretty good this morning. It's not even that. I think he's just going to be a bit more confident in himself. He's... Yep. I think he's a lot fitter than he gives himself credit for. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Actually, I think we touched that on that like one other time on the podcast. Um, sometimes he, he doubts himself a little bit, but um, no, it's good to see him, him back and um, keen again. Uh, what else? What, what next? Um, another, oh, yeah. In a similar strand to Joel, another bloke who's back with us, Lockie Watson. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good to see him back. That's great to see Lockie back because he had a really rough summer. Um, triathlete and fell off his bike and broke his collarbone. Got it internally fixed with some metal um, by a surgeon and then that got infected and then had to have a surgery again. And so he had a good four or five months where, um, yeah, he had a lot of bad luck. And so it's great to see him back. And, um, yeah, he's actually... Um, strung together at probably a good sort of eight weeks now um, and starting to get pretty fit. Yeah, would have been keen to see what he um, did on the weekend. but Yeah, he's going to... So if there's another sort of hit out um, in, say, four weeks' time, I think he's pretty keen to jump in. Yeah, it'd be good to see. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, about four weeks ago, was it, Pete? Um you did a 10k time trial, uh, or well, sort of training session with Jess and I. We travelled all the way to Blind Bite just to see what Blind Bite was like. <laughs> that was actually my first time to Blind Bite, and um, that's where you got your 10k PB in a, in a training session. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's definitely a fast course. If only the weather was a little better that day, because it was probably, probably 10 degrees, but pouring down rain for the whole morning, as it does living so close to the water. But I ran uh, 32.49, so broke 33 minutes for the first time. So we um, showed the Franks and tourists around the, <laughs> the local stomping ground. <laughs> I liked it. It was a good course, um, nice sort of 10k loop. Uh, what did you think when I said when I got out of the car in the morning saying, oh, we're going to try to break 33 minutes? Oh, I looked at the sky and I thought, oh... <laughs> Gonna be an effort today, I think. Yeah, it's generally not the quickest course when it's wet because the water just sits on the road and it gets a bit slippery. But because of um lockdown, there was no cars, sort of thing. So we had the whole blind bite and worn eat roads to ourselves. Yeah, it was awesome. We we're just running in the middle of the road. Um, Jess ran really well actually. Um, he was only probably at the time two weeks back. Uh, of having a sort of a pain-free Achilles and um, so after sort of having a six, seven, eight-week rehab of his Achilles, he he um, ended up running really well and he was probably the guy that was actually looking out for the traffic um, and telling us when the cars were coming and telling us to get off the road. He ran 32.47, um, which was only uh, probably 30, 30 seconds off his PB 
Um, so that was good signs for Jess. He ended up running a pretty good run on the weekend as well with a 15.10, which is second fastest time ever as well. So um, yeah. I was slowly closing the gap. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw his last 2K where, where uh, he went through 3K in sub nine. So he was he was going out with um, Lockie and, and um, I suppose all the other, that front pack and the uh, last 2K must have slowed down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted the skull, but oh well, like Pete, I I reckon um, I I really do believe that end end of this year um you can sort of be a low fifteen minute guy, the rate that you're improving. At the same time, like when are you gonna plateau? Oh, oh. <laughs> dangerous word. Yeah, that, we don't like to hear the word plateau around here. No, I do believe there's a lot more upside still. So we've only just started. Just started. I mean, it has to be a point where I go into a race and don't run well. I think. Yeah, it happens. Because it's been a steady twelve months of just every race sort yep. of being better than the race before. <laughs> yeah. So it's not going to be able to go like that forever. Yeah, and that's running. So. There's, there's there's even times where, um, I mean, you know, Damo can probably attest to this. Like over the weekend, like you you have times where you're like, oh, far out. That was a, that's not what I wanted. Um, and then I've gone through it my career. Like there's you can go through sort of six month stretches where you just sort of things just aren't working. Um, so you've got to enjoy it while it lasts, and um, and and that's what keeps you running. <laughs> it's good. Um, and Ethan's back. Ethan's back from America. Um, what a time to be out of that country. <laughs> yeah, far out. Um, it's a bit scary um, with everything happening over there. Um, but it's good to see him back, and he's trying to get his knee sorted. He had a bit of a sore knee. Um, I think he's having a cortisone injection right. today. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's been doing a few of the long runs over the last couple of weeks, um, pushing the pace, I heard. Oh, he's good for banter too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he likes a quick long run when he's only doing 60 minutes at the moment. And we all have like another half an hour or 40 minutes or so. So he burns us early and then gets yeah. in the car before the carnage <laughs> starts. <laughs> now I wanted to um, touch on, okay, where to from here? So what are we aiming for? And um, yeah, do we have a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and what's everyone's goals? Uh, Damien, uh, we'll move on to you. What are you thinking? Well, it all depends, but like in all in all, I just want to get fitter. Like, yep. I'm sick of having these 5K races where it all falls apart at the end. Yep. Um, yeah, I just want to get stronger, like over the longer stuff. Yep. And if all was going ahead this year I was hoping to do my first half marathon the Melbourne Marathon yep that's meant to be the 4th of October so I mean there's a lot that's got to happen before then I'd like to say it would go ahead but at the same time I highly doubt yep like a huge event like that can go ahead this year yeah um but then on the other hand so I was looking to doing looking forward to hopefully making my first nationals team yep country and they've said that that might go ahead depending on restrictions well, athletes australia is very optimistic they've said yeah. that all yeah they're planning on it happening um, i know athletics south australia has got their season back um, at the end of this month so i'll just have to see what happens in victoria and yep how the bodies handle that 
Fernie uh, on Sunday. How'd that go? You went to Fernie for the yeah. yeah first time with Locke. And... Yeah, well, he put the idea in my head after on the cool down. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm heading to Fernie tomorrow. He's joking. He's like, yeah. is anyone keen? And I'm like, you know, maybe it might be good to mix it up. Yeah, yeah. So I sent him a message in the afternoon. Yeah. I said I was pretty keen. And he offered me the lift. And I was like, great. Yeah. In the morning. <laughs> How'd you find it? We rocked up. <laughs> and... Oh, we did the first twenty minute loop and it was pretty cruisy. We had a good pack around us. And then we got back and then the real run started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was an experience. That was a never done anything like it really. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but then at the same time I really didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I'll just say I slept well that night. <laughs> It's interesting, um, yeah, just hearing um, how hard you found it. So I think that is an avenue that we've probably got to explore a little bit more, you know, um, yeah, throughout winter. Um, I think it's part of building a really good base and making you super strong aerobically. Um, it, it's, um, hills are like speed work in disguise, so, um, but they don't um, wear, wear you out as much because you're going quite slow. So it's a good way to... It's kind of like a fartlek, to be honest, a long run with a fartlek, um, but you don't know you're doing it. Um, yeah, well, so. there's no real change of pace. If anything, you're getting slower up the hills. Or yeah. I was getting slower up the hills. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're working, like, your heart rate would be, you know, right up, so... Yeah, huge peaks and troughs. Yeah, so you don't get that on the flat because it's just steady state. Um, so it's interesting. I think that that's, a, that's something that we've probably got to um, do a bit more of because as good as Devil Bend is, we just don't get get the same climbing do we yeah. um we get some rolling little ones but um it's not as tough as fernie so right you know it might not be a weekly thing but it, it might be something to i would not think be about. up to a weekly <laughs> adventure every second week or so i mean you'll get used to it the more you do it even you're just gonna it, have to suffer on some long runs i think even if we went back to listerfield there's places like that yeah 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 i think um uh, from my experience I reckon after a good sort of six weeks of doing it like each weekend you start to really um, accommodate and you get used to it and it's not as much it's definitely not as much of a drag yeah yeah oh it was good I I see huge potential there <laughs> nice um, Pete what about you what are you thinking um, about the, the rest of 2020 uh like, because everyone's looking for a bit of light or a goal um, uh, during this time. So what what's sort of keeping you motivated and, and driven? Uh, I wish I knew, really. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going with whatever training is right now. I'm just taking it one run at a time, I guess, and not really thinking about... Yep. There's no point, like, at the start of the year, you plan something for July, and now we're almost there a lot of the races aren't happening. Yeah. So there's almost no real point planning for like October and then you get to September and that's not going to happen. So it's just wait and see, I guess. Just In an ideal world, if um, races were going ahead, what were would you be sort of thinking? Uh, I'd probably just, probably just do the track races again and um, if small fun runs popped up, I'd, just probably go into them as some yeah. race practice and try and win a few local fun runs, I guess. Yeah, it's good that you mentioned that. I think that's probably, to me, 
seems like the most likely scenario. I think there's just going to be, depending on restrictions, like, and how many people you can have at an event. Say, you know, we can have 100 or we can have 500 people at an event. I think we're just going to see a whole host of these new little fun runs popping up. I was saying handle highly doubt it because after seats been cancelled, that's not that's in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's more of a that's quite big. You can't cap something like so popular. Yeah, because that's probably the like a bigger fun run yeah. on a smaller scale sort of thing. But, like, I, d- I don't see there being any appeal for, like, small organisations to go, oh, let's have a fun run. you just got to go... Yeah, I think route. it's going to be more training groups and coaches organising little little events. Whole um, stack of unofficial. Yeah, yeah. Official, unofficial, but, like, not super commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I reckon... Um, yeah, I'd be still aiming for track season. I think we're still going to have some some track events. Um, That'd be a lot yeah. easier to keep numbers capped. On. Yeah, yeah. I I think they're much more likely than fun runs. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, we've got 18 weeks till the Melbourne Marathon, so things can change over that time. I suppose it really depends on how, how what the fallout is, um, I suppose, after the, that that protest the other day and um and then the fallout of opening up the restrictions and i suppose we'll know more like over two three four five six weeks um how how um victoria is going um well you're looking like new zealand they're opening up yeah so yeah for all we know if australia goes really well or melbourne or victoria goes really well over six weeks you know, maybe that'll mean that restrictions just keep opening up, opening up, and Melbourne becomes more likely. But it's um, it's that whole yeah, not knowing are still, they, isn't it? Are they really gonna wet like twenty, thirty thousand people though in the city? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like probably thousands of spectators, and um, access to like obviously they might not be able to finish on the MCG with that yeah. sort of yeah. Crowd, with the footy going on as well well yeah because that, that'll be like their grand final season as well yeah so there's no way they're going to want thousands of runners destroying their pitch yeah so maybe we're looking at maybe it, it's going to be the national marathon championships or something like that at melbourne i suppose we'll wait for yeah. aa That's tempting. Eight <laughs> <Yeah. and weeks. laughs> um yeah so but i I think we're doing really well. Like, it's just been great the last three weeks to have the group actually training together again because we've got a small group. Uh, we've been able to, you know, do some Tuesdays, Thursdays, and, um, you know, seeing everyone smile and how, I don't know, everyone was really um, excited, you could tell, on Saturday just to to do something together with a few other people rather than um just solo so even just our first training session back we spent yeah. like 15 minutes chatting yeah the <laughs> yeah it's funny like at this whole time if anything at least it makes you appreciate um how good we've got it when when we are all together so um yeah it has been quite good hasn't it like that just the feel um of being back training as a group and in, as a team so much easier even getting to do this podcast at your house instead of on oh, Zoom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time was through Zoom. Uh, yeah, that's so true. And I remember you saying, oh, gee, it's weird hearing your voice again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pete, do we have a quote? No, I've got nothing. <laughs> that's a let down. That's a post-session 
um, brain not working. <laughs> oh, can't even string a sentence. I'm struggling. <laughs> that's great. No, I think that's a good update with how the squads go in, and we'll aim to do another one in about you know four six weeks time, depending on how things have gone and and how much we've got to to chat about and report back on. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited um i've got some good training um planned for you guys over the next month um i wrote it up over the weekend so um, busy. yeah <laughs> um i'm guessing we won't be able to see that ahead of time no 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 i'll keep it i'll keep it just on the lowdown it's it's pretty um pretty simple like i think we've got sort of a run like we did today um over the, the next three weeks um uh, so whether it's uh, that 1K sort of um, step down, um, so a progressive run next week, and then we'll sort of do the same thing as we did today um, in a couple of weeks, and then we'll do the 1K step downs again the week after. So that'll be probably our Tuesdays. So it's sort of a more a longer sort of um, aerobic, aerobic session um, on the Tuesdays. Then I wanted to do something like um, mile or 1K repeats quite often, um, uh, uh, still just because um, I think it's important to sort of just touch on that sort of 10k pace and then some fartleks so some Kenyan fartleks um, so whether it's one minute on one minute off or two minutes on two one minute off or three minutes on one minute off um, yeah so it's sort of a, a week sort of structured like that because I think that touches on a lot of a lot of stuff and I think then we've just got to get going with our strength training still and keep keep that up because um, Pete I think you've been quite good at it Damien I know you're always good at it but um, I think that's been instrumental with um, with um, the transform transformation we're seeing with you yeah I definitely don't mind getting in the gym now yep and just sort of it's almost like a break from thinking about running sort of thing like yeah you do the run and then it's like oh I've only got like 20-30 minutes in the gym just to almost relax from the session you've done or yep. run or something this is also been i've been like because i'm at home it's forced me to get creative in the gym as well yeah and kind of be open-minded to try other stuff yeah 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 like i've been seeing like all these athletes will post their home workouts and I'm like <laughs> why don't i just give that a crack <laughs> so I've, I've tried probably every movement you can possibly try over this period <laughs> i enjoyed it though I yeah think, i think it's good to be a bit open-minded like that Oh yeah, yeah, exploring movement and um yeah, and uh you're still doing your arms and um like you're running up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to get smoother. I want to move along the ground smoother. Yeah, and yeah, it'll yeah. Just, yeah. It'll just translate like Yeah. It's one of those like it's it's a small thing that gradually you improve. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if I'm consistent with it, that was probably the other thing in a, in the one k and mile mile rep session. I was thinking of just doing a few sort of um, two hundreds or four hundreds before the session, just so that we're still doing a little bit of leg turnover um, and speed because um, I think that's um, quite important for um, economy. Um, that's probably the hidden hidden aspect of Fernie is like um, also um, having to run up all those hills. Um, I think it, um, yeah, if you sort of work on your technique up the hills, like I think it's, um, can make you quite economical. 
oh, I'd hate to watch a video of me running up those hills. <laughs> it's pretty messy. I mean, everyone since running took off in Melbourne, they've been going up the Fernie. Yeah. It's just been one of those traditions. You go up the Fernie for your two hours or whatever, and you just. Yeah. That's sort of the whole running culture, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it was made pretty big by. Um, yeah, the likes of Chris Wardlaw and um, Rob DiCostello and, and um, yeah, like uh, their training squad. There's probably no place in Melbourne that comes close to probably 30. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um, yeah, the hills there are um, pretty intense. And um, the good thing is on a hot day, it's quite cool, um, but it can get quite... quite um, uh, cold there in, in winter and sloshy underfoot. How yeah, was very, it? Very sloshy. As I said, there was yeah. casualties. Yeah. So many people falling over. Actually, I think um, that's that's the one thing with Fernie is you've everyone's fallen over at Fernie. So um, it'll like, be a time where you fall too. <laughs> no, no. I was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm more worried about climbing over the gates. That was so slippery. Oh yeah. It was not smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right, that was a great wrap-up. Um, well done, guys. Um, really enjoying um, coaching you and um, really enjoying the enthusiasm you bring to the squad. So um, until next time, well done. Nice to see you, Dane. Yeah.